0: get murdered on this date
1: matched with Jessica and Aaron.
0: And it was great. Like I feel the like call? It was a phone call? Oh, okay. It was like I was given the option of like do you want a FaceTime or a phone call and I was like it, I'm up for either one because I was again trying to like keep my expectations low because I feel like in a pandemic if someone is making time to get to know me um I feel like it's safe to assume I hope that they're, they're actually interested because like, why waste time on uh, getting to know someone that you're not interested in? Mm. Cause I feel like I've been in that situation before where someone's just, they're not that interested, but they're hungry for conversation, but there's not a, in like an intention behind it really. And so I feel like, okay, well that's cool. If this person's making time to get to know me, then I'm also just trying to take it with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, I feel like I, like it was good. It was fun. And I'm also just kind of like, I have no idea what that means. I, I'm interested in getting to know this person more. That's what I yeah. took away from it is like, I have enough to know. I like the way this person thinks and sees the world. And I'm I'm curious to know more. And so like, I feel like I'm going to cap it at that because I'll just go on like bunny trails in my head of like, <laughs> what does this mean? And what did yeah. that you know, like all that, yeah, like
1: um, picking on all of these little things on like what they mean, what they truly mean or whatever. Yeah. For me, I think it's interesting that we have like the opposite, uh, uh, viewpoint of this. Mm-hmm. Yet We like fully respect each other's <laughs> like opinions because totally. me personally, I'm like, there's no better time than now to just waste Time throwing out conversations to people. Oh, that's when I, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I get what you're saying, and like, that's like what I hope it is for everybody who's like on dating apps and meeting people right now. But personally, I'm like, I have the time. I could just be messaging every single person I match with,
0: right? With no meaning. So what you're saying is it could mean nothing. No, no, no not not him, not
1: him, not him.
0: No, no I got you.
1: <laughs> Just everybody else. No.
0: No, I know. I know. I think the common question that is like the lowest common denominator, and I've done it too, is that I can't help myself. Is how's your quarantine going or something about that? You know, because that mm-hmm. is what's going on. Um. And, but I don't hold it against dudes that are saying that. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's what's going on. And like, really do our brains have any capacity to think about anything else? No, not really. So that's fine. That's a fine opening line. If you want to chat with me. On well, before, before I deleted them,
1: I actually you had deleted? on my, not deleted. I'm sorry. Like, uh, like pause them. Got it. Oh. No, like pause. No, they're like still, it, I I have a uh, a folder that has the eggplant emoji as the title, and that's where I put all my d- dating apps, nice.
0: and they're still there. There's no peach, just an eggplant.
1: Just an eggplant. Okay, okay. An eggplant. Simple. Um, but uh, I I I forgot what I was saying because my roommate's getting home.
0: <laughs> oh no worries. Hey roommate. Um, but with the what was I saying? Um, you deleted them and. Um, with the quarantine question of like, how's your quarantine going? That's super Oh, perfect.
1: I changed my profile every day to show, to count how many hugs I've, or how many dates I've gone without getting hugged. Aw. Um, and I thought that was fun. Yeah. But people may have found that to be sad.
0: I mean, what kind what kind of face were you making in the photo?
1: No, it was just the, it was just like my bio. <laughs> oh, well then I, I think that's. But I think that was like all in my bio. It was like, okay. that was it. It was like. It's been
0: 33 days without any hugs. I think that's cute, but I see what you're saying. Like, if maybe somebody took it, uh, I don't think that would deter anybody personally. But that's the real state of things. This is how many hugs you've, got. or days you've gone without the hugs.
1: Yeah, mine today is 30, 37. Hey, it brings me joy counting down how many days. I know it's very
0: sad, but I find it
1: to be fun.
0: Well, I, I will confess you did post something the other day and you had a very serious look on your face, but it was probably meant ironically. And then at the bottom, you said this many days without hugs. And I was like, Oh,
1: I oh. wanted
0: to give you a hug.
1: but you probably- yeah. Like, I think it's funny, but it is also very sad
0: yeah yeah but I I like I think it was like it's like with hold on one second I'm
1: gonna close my door okay
0: that, sorry that, that picture Real of, life things.
1: <laughs> um life things but it's so are you just talking to one person right now on dating apps or are you like trying to talk to a lot of people
0: um I would say there's some very like preliminary conversations that have began begun 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 began. um there's no, yeah, begineth. Um, there's no m- momentum per se. I, I, I guess what I'm, <laughs> I feel like my my thought is just too too much expectation, maybe Jessica. But my thought is like, if there if we're not graduating from text messages to phone calls, then that's fine. But like, yeah. I'm I'm interested in investing a little bit more where there's like some momentum. Yeah, and some like invest intentional investment going on that I can see in, like that's tangible. So there's a couple conversations that are just little sproutlings, but they're like they haven't graduated anywhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. Are you trying um, to still like lean into letting like them just message you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So with <laughs> so if he's listening right now he might find this funny and he may not be listening which would be better because so I won't be so embarrassed but um <laughs> uh like with one in particular I purposely did not want to be the one to be like I want you to call me like I want to talk to you that's yeah. what I wanted to say um but I was I really wanted the ball to be in his court because I just have a historically not now but historically I've done the thing where it's like I question in my mind if someone's really interested in me, if I'm always the one initiating. It feels good in the mm-hmm. moment, like I was saying last time, but I just do better emotionally when it's, that's not happening, when it's the dynamic is equal. And yeah. then maybe there's a little bit more energy coming from their side as far as initiating things. And then I don't know if that's just a product of like patriarchal culture or just how I'm hardwired or all of the above.
1: I just took that lid off. <laughs> Oh, my God! That's what this episode should be called
0: <laughs> patriarchal pandemic
1: <laughs> Yes
0: <laughs> yep yep, but yeah, um let's see, yeah, I guess I forgot what we were saying, but yeah, I think with the how many people you're talking to yeah i have I have leaned into less less people, and it's dwindled on purpose and i I yeah. feel good about that. I am scared. I'm scared that I'm gonna get too excited about like one person. Um like honey. So kind of new territory for me. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah.
1: how do I keep yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just I find it um interesting, the whole thing of like even if you have a connection with someone, if this lasts much, much, much longer, which I'm i'm just personally trying to look at it realistically so i'm like we're not out this summer like that i'm just trying to think of it realistically yeah then you have to you're setting yourself up to either like try and fight for a relationship that you don't know if is if it's going to be good because you guys have never really met exactly or like you're just subjecting yourself to like pain i know i'm i got dark no it's my fears too how are we going to adapt over that time Cause yeah. Normal relationships don't even in the real world don't even last a month. Right. You know, most relationships.
0: Okay. So I was listening to uh Lewis Howes the other day and he was talking about relationships and he's got a podcast and stuff. And um, he's not for me to say this. I just thought it was a good uh thing he did, but he was talking about how like when he first met his girlfriend that they FaceTime for like I think he said a month or two or three before they met in person. So he met her remotely. I don't know if it was like through social media or what. Then they met. Now they've been dating for two years in real life. And now they just moved in together. And so now they're in pandemic together. And I'm like. Okay. I am not a patient
1: enough person for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, more I respect to that. Right. You know. can I'm just going to be real for a second. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sext or have like camera sex or, um, yeah. over the, you know, phone sex with someone or get, you know, yeah. with someone in any way, <laughs> yeah. uh, over remotely. Um, so I would,
1: was, I don't think I would either. Um, anybody yeah. dating at no
0: Cause I feel like, I don't know if it's just cause I watched the movie her the other day for the first time or what, but I was like, Oh, this is so applicable to our world right now. And, um, would I do that? And I was like, no, because that would just feel like such a false version of like something I would really want in yeah. the right time and space and context. And. <laughs> it's just like, it's like Scarlett Johansson's
1: voice or something like in the computer. And he falls in love with the computer. Right. Yeah. It's really good. It's actually really, really good. I saw it like right when it first came out, like that Oscar season. And I think I just had it on in the background and I was like, yeah okay, I like Walking Phoenix, whatever.
0: Yeah, like his acting is great, but then there's this whole, I won't want to give it away in case you decide to watch it, but just- I'm, uh, anybody who's listening or watching,
1: here's a eight-year-old spoiler. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> give the spoiler. And
0: for you. Give the spoiler. <laughs> it's eight-year-old. Okay, okay. Um, no, it was like a commentary on disconnectedness and then also like on having this constant companion with you in your head because he puts the earpiece in his ear turns it on and she's there automatically she's an operating system and so she's sentient because I guess she I don't know if it's explained or you just realize that she's AI so she is not only an operating system but then she starts to be able to have the capacity to have feelings then they begin a relationship Mm -hmm. and then long story short the big spoiler at the end for me I was heartbroken for him is that she had fallen in love she talks to like six or seven thousand people at the same time but oh. she falls in love with 641 of them and she's like this doesn't change how I feel about you and for me it was so mind-blowing Jessica because I was like "Not only is just a commentary on love relationships okay. people dynamics how they can maybe cheat on someone and not see how that would be bad but also like like as far as terms of like s- spiritual analogies, I was like, my mind was just blown. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, yeah. but the relationship is set up where Amy Adams plays this character. And I, I don't, I don't, I'm guessing everybody caught this but he has like phone sex with someone in this like chat room in this futuristic, not so distant future. Okay. It sets it up to where like, this is the norm. This is the norm to connect without even being in the same place with someone and to have phone sex or whatever. So then you see that she's his neighbor and I'm like, that was Amy Adams' voice. I was looking for her. She's one of my favorite actors. And I was like, I don't know if they ever know that it was each other. And so here she's in a relationship but she's doing this to find this other fulfillment with someone that she doesn't even know. And like, I know that happens now but it was just so clear. And then like, of course it would make sense. He wouldn't stop himself really from having a relationship with someone that didn't have a body. Yeah. This operating system. So like, as far as like, Dating now, I'm just like, oh man, I would, I don't know. The best you could hope for, I guess, is to FaceTime and then have a picnic from six feet away. I mean, I don't know, but like, I know, but
1: that's so sad.
0: I know, it's so sad. It's not. It's sad. That's
1: the thing. It's sad. I know. Like, I've like pretty much like stopped like going for walks because walking around with a mask on is so sad to me. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is
0: that. I go back and forth with the mask thing. I'm like, I have to psych myself up for it and be like, I'm doing this to protect other people. I know I'm not sick, but I'm going to be thoughtful. But then sometimes I'm like, I just can't, I need to enjoy myself and be outside. But most of the time I I do wear one and I feel okay about it now, but it was hard at first. I felt really sad. I wear one every time that I'm like, interacting with
1: anybody or like have to go to a gas station or like a CVS or something like that right uh but like just walking like to and from my car or something i don't wear it yeah that makes me bad
0: no i think you're not within six feet of people i don't think so i know but the thing is it's like uh it's also uh
1: there's this diagram that i saw i can't remember who released it but it was like like someone walking And then it showed like the little trails of like the particles coming from like them breathing yeah, and stuff like that. So that is still, still stays in the air. I don't know. It's all too much. I've also like tried to, yeah, everything's been a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's the thing of it's hard to know when like how to adapt when you don't know what to adapt to. Mm Mm-hmm because you don't know when we're going to be out. Yeah. I'd rather them tell us right now, eight months or something. Just, I'm just throwing out something. Right. Like maybe next month. (sighs) How have you been holding up with all of it outside of dating?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for asking. I, okay. So I have some days where I have like that sense of what, one of my uh, she's a, she's a therapist and she's on Instagram, Therese Moscato. She has like these great posts and she was talking about toxic productivity, that desire to like be productive. Um, but this is not coming from a good place. And I definitely have those moments. Um, I think there's a lot of open calls and like casting stuff going on that I feel like if I don't take advantage of it, then I'm being stupid. Um, but then I'm like, if I just can't one day, I should just be fine with that and give myself a pass. So I've been trying to like do all of those at a pace that like feels, um, doable. Mm -hmm. And then I've actually enjoyed doing that work a lot. It has given me like a sense of purpose and feeling like I'm still working on my craft. I feel like I'm moving some projects forward and creating some fun things and then it gives me a little bit of an escape and a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel of like, I hope and believe that I will be able to do these things, then shoot things on bigger sets again um, at some point. And, but yeah, it's hard. And then I have been a little bit sad. I w- I wouldn't say it's like a pandemic depression. I don't struggle with depression in life as a rule. I struggle more with anxiety historically, but uh, made like a lot of progress in that in the past. But like there's some pandemic depression, like uh, connected to this specific event where it's like. I feel sad. I like, I miss my mom a lot. And then I FaceTime with her every day and that helps. So I have those moments, but I think I'm holding up better than I thought I would. That's good. Where's your mom at? My mom's in Northern California. Oh, you see her like once every month and a half, but we're really close. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, but she's doing good. She's like a tough cookie. She's like, she survived H1N1. She had it a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. She was kind of like. This is not gonna get me. Like I'm still going to the store, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And then, like as the weeks rolled on, she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay home. I, I you know, I get pneumonia really easily. I should stay home. Yeah, yeah you should.
1: Yeah, and if she's had H one N one before, I mean,
0: <laughs> come on,
1: stay home.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's a she's a funny one. She's very Irish. She's very stubborn, but I love her. <laughs> yeah, but she's staying home. She's staying home, and yeah. I think she's more tech savvy than she thought she was because she's getting all her stuff delivered now. And I think that was a worry for her that she wouldn't be able to do everything she needed to do remotely. And now that she realizes that she can, she's calmed and settled into her routine of like gardening and packets for her preschool kids. If they want, they can pick it up on the porch, you know, and letting her neighbors bring her things. But it's a scary situation for her with work too, because when, when, how could she reopen? And they're texting her every day, asking if people will reopen to take essential workers, kids for childcare so that they can continue. And she's like, I'm too high risk. I can't reopen. I'd like to help, but I'm not, how do you keep kids six feet away from each other and all wear masks while you're doing preschool? Like, yeah. So I think she's doing the right thing, but it's been walking through it together, you know, like, cause I'm I'm kind of like her, I'm her silent business partner in a way. So since my dad, this is a lot of backstory, but there you go. Live show. You never know what you're going to talk about. Um, (laughs) since my dad passed away, I help her with all her like tax prep and her business, like paperwork and just keeping track of everything. So okay, working on like, what kind of, uh, things should she be looking at right now and how should she move forward financially? And like, All these kind of things. So I think I'm glad I've been able to be there for her in that respect. So that's been good. That's nice. Yeah.
1: Show up for people. You know what I mean? Yes. And that you can continue having some sort of normalcy.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? How are you holding up? I see. This is what I was trying to
1: put off. Okay. Talk about it. Okay. I so we were supposed to do this yesterday. Yes. And I'm like I can't do this and then I sort of thought like do you know what I'm not gonna try and act like nothing's going on yeah and talk about it I don't know if I'm being like too open but it's like 15 days ago it was two Thursdays ago Mm -hmm. like midday depression and anxiety just hit me Mm -hmm. like out of nowhere um and it well I think it was out of I think it was out of um I think it was like sitting on top like it was like waiting to maybe come out Oh yeah, uh, because I had been very much like uh, i had been fairly happy. I was like productive. I like felt good about like trying to like be happy for other people too. like bring something for a birthday or like dropping off treats or like whatever. I, I yeah. like doing that. Yeah, um, And then it just felt like it wasn't enough for anybody. And it broke me. Mm. And then ever since then, it's like I've been honestly, I've lost like 10 pounds. I've been like sleeping constantly. It is a weird thing because it, you don't, there's no out. So it's like today I had to like literally force myself to be like, like through any anger or sadness or anxiety or anything from like the moment of wanting to just like pour myself in bed or not do something. I had to be like, i had to literally like fight and crawl out of it have you ever seen the show uh let me find uh it's with anne hathaway it's on hulu Mm-mm. so there's a. oh it's a tv show oh it's called modern love oh okay. i've heard of it i haven't seen okay. it there's anybody who's like listens to this episode or is watching or anything highly suggest it. it's this episode um of modern love. It's on Amazon, um, with Anne Hathaway. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how like, she is in this, it shows her like being happy and like full of life. And then she just like falls into this depression. And -hmm. it's like, everybody sort of drifts away on the outside. And that's what it feels like. And I think it's like such a perfect, uh, representation Mm. of what it feels like to not, be able to get out of what is like chemically happening, Mm -hmm. chemically happening in your brain.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. And it sounds like you, you are familiar with this happening or is this the first time you've had? This is like the most major
1: time it's happened. Okay. I like had a really bad last year and like a really bad summer. Um, And this feels like all of that, Put into a very small amount of time Mm -hmm. and I've like I've had uh people who were like hey are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm good I'm good I'm good I dropped it I was like I'm fine Mm -hmm. and it's like some of those people I don't know if they got frustrated or what but they I reached out to them after and they were like oh I can't uh and they were not available so I think it's like a weird mm. situation to navigate right and now. Like we currently? have, Oh, we may have a, a comment. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Uh, you're describing what, what is currently happening in this experience of it or from last summer, what happened? No, this experience. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So
1: it's, um, it is, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know cause like none of it feels right right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm talking about, I feel like I'm talking about it very casually, but I'm, I, it doesn't feel casual. Do you know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, do you know what you mean? Hmm. I do know what you mean.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hey, uh, Adam, do you want to give us one of the questions? Cause I saw it coming in and I'm like, I can't do both of these, but yeah. It, so anybody who's feeling that way out there, it has to get better. That's the thing, you know? Yeah. It has to get better. Oh, it's not going to the audio. Okay. So one person said, the only thing I don't understand about dating is in apps is when a girl hurts or likes me and I message her to start the conversation that and then it never starts. I don't get it. I'm making the move because you liked me. Uh, I want to know what the move is.
0: So they're saying uh, that they matched and they hearted each other and then... Um is so it's like if a girl hearts or likes this guy, mm-hmm.
1: and he messages her to start the conversation, and then she never gets back to him.
0: I have an answer. Uh, it's not going to be pretty, but for me, when I do that, I can speak for my personal experience. When I do that, it's typically because I skimmed through their profile and I saw enough to know, like, I think I would have something in common with this person, and then I confess. Then I actually start to, they want to talk to me. I will go back and go with a fine tooth comb. So that's probably not the kindest way to do it. And this is calling me out. Mm-hmm. So I thank you for this comment, whoever's like giving it. That's my wait, honest answer. I have a worse version of that. Okay, okay, let's hear it. I don't even look at the profile. I don't have
1: time for that one i site. That's sorry. right. Yeah, yeah. I hard. wait until we match and then I look at it. Okay. Okay, I, I'm, I'm in the, uh, the chat or I'm in the uh, conversation. So he did reply. Okay. He was saying, uh, starting a, a conversation, no, she hearts me and it goes nowhere. Oh. Oh, she hearts and it goes nowhere. Uh, that is a nice way of saying thanks, but no thank you. I, I think, right?
0: I guess, sorry for my brain being so confused. How is that different than what we were just talking about? So it's like if
1: if he messages her and then she just hearts it, and does not reply. Oh, then if you really like them, you got to try messaging one more time. And then if they yes. don't reply, you let it go.
0: I agree. Uh, yeah, it could, depending on what is in that first message, it could be like, this doesn't really warrant a response or it doesn't catch my attention. Or I think it's that like, it's like, um, it could be lack of interest. It, it could. Yeah. Sometimes that's a, that's a nice way of letting things go and being like, I acknowledge that you said something, but I don't really feel a pull to have a deeper conversation. So if I were this gentleman, I would say cut, cut, cut and run, you know, fish.
1: There's no weight in like the first two pages of conversation. I think on a dating app, like the two screen of conversation, it's like, you're just feeling it out and you don't, there's no pressure. Yeah. But yeah, you just got to be like, Hey, uh, you're lost lady. And then, go. <laughs> <passed out. laughs>
0: which I will say, I think if I were a man and I were continually putting out first messages and not getting a response, I would be frustrated, but I would ask, um, why, which I think, mm-hmm. so this is great. This person's thinking about that. Cause I ask myself that too. Sometimes when I'm not getting the answer, or I want a response that I want. So I would say, uh, to you, sir, um, are you putting anything in there? That's like a hook like that would be a conversation starter or something that is like either a question or um, like is a combination of like telling a little bit about yourself and or asking something about them. So kind of um, maybe sharpening those conversation skills. And depending on what kind of woman she is, if you can deduce from her profile, what kind of first line starter she would respond to. Is she sassy? Would she want it, you know, like something kind of sexy or is she more like, intellectual and something like a book you read might interest her you know yeah or like ask her something
1: don't do like a hey or a hi or how are you doing or something that's just like a standard Mm -hmm. greeting I think try and like find something that's in the profile and reply to that because that is what I will reply to yeah if it's something random I'm like it's copy and paste or you didn't look at my profile
0: yeah. Like, Hey woman, okay. where are you?
1: Yeah. Hey woman. Oh, if I had a nickel for every time I got a Hey woman, where are you? I would have no nickel. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that, um, yeah. thank you for your okay. question. Well so there's another one. Okay. okay so this <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. So this is, that's the problem with dating apps. Over flooded with people who are being dicks and not serious about dating like a mature person. Remember chat roulette, some uh people wanted to chat, but most of the time it was just dicks. Mm. Dating apps mostly are just dicks in like when it comes to personality and just men wanting to show them off. Mm. You know, so I think I think this is more of like a statement. Yeah, it sounds like it, yeah. Um, but I think this is also like um just dating in general, you know, people put on like a facade or like like a, like a cool guy thing, just as like a woman may put like, oh, I'm laid back. And like (laughs) a guy may be like, I'm cool and I'm like fun. And they're not. Right. And woman's not laid back. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch of people trying to act like something uh, they think other people want. And I think a lot of the time that makes people come across or come off as like being a dick.
0: Mm. Or showing their dick. So my take on... I see it as, I've I've definitely encountered the dick type. For me right now, it's more like just not interesting and not, doesn't, doesn't catch my curiosity. There's nothing about this person that I'm like, I need to know more about this person. Yeah. And so just that is like, even though I'm swiping a lot less these days, you know, like we talked about, but um, yeah, for me, it's more like that. Yeah. It's, it's more innocuous, but I don't know how I'm gonna get back into dating apps while quarantined.
1: I'm gonna to have to force myself. Why though? Because. Because our podcast? Because of the podcast and because you <laughs> gotta keep life, this is, you gotta do, I don't know. I mean, I think it could be. If a... I'm gonna be laying in bed, I might as well be like trying to better some aspect of my life.
0: I mean, I, support, I, I would encourage and support that decision. If you feel good about it, see, this is female friendship,
1: (laughs) right? Just like, if you feel good about it for you,
0: yeah. I don't, unless, unless you want like, you know, someone to kick you in your butt and be like, yeah, get on there, talk to people. It'll make you feel better. But like, who knows, who knows what you need? Yeah.
1: I don't even know what I need.
0: I don't know. Honestly, the more people go, Hey, you need
1: to do this. I'm like, fuck you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> exactly.
0: I know. I you know? did not say that to you.
1: Well, I would never say that to you, but you know what I mean? Like those yeah. people who like, uh, you know, you're like, I'm trying.
0: I'm trying. Do you, oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I just, I don't know if you want to go back to the conversation we were having before the comments came in or we don't have to, but Maybe. I was just going to say- to close out with that? Sure close out with what the other, part? I don't know. We're oh, talking about what we were talking about. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean like right now, it's happening now. It's closing out now. Um, got it. I'm slow today. Uh, it's I think like every day I feel like I feel <laughs> I'm like, I have, I have, um, a lot of, ex- a lot of experience, uh, with depression and anxiety, either times in my life when I've had it, um, or, um, being really close with someone and and watching them go through that process. And it's, it's heart wrenching. And then at the same time, it's like, I do like what to, what we were just talking about, like not telling someone what to do. I think being a a good active listener, I think is for me, one of the only things I feel that I have as a tool to be helpful and to really try to like offer a listening ear and any like resources, but I I would never presume to like tell anyone what to do because I've seen enough of my friends go through it to the point where I see how difficult it is and my heart just breaks for them. And it seems like something they have to navigate, not on their own, like they're by themselves, but like the big decision of like the choices they're making of how do I navigate this? Someone can't be telling them how to do it. And so I do feel helpless in those times, but also I've seen them come through it and see that there is like hope for the, the future of how they'll, whether it may be next time or things like that. But yeah, I don't think it's easy. And I don't think there's a simple pat thing you can say to someone and make things better. I don't know what I'm saying, but.
1: I think just talking about it is important.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Cause I think one of the biggest, one of, one of my, um, I don't know if to say pet peeves Mm -hmm. or something, but it's something that like truly upsets me when it comes to mental health. Mm -hmm. Because I see my friends included uh, and acquaintances. A lot of people post online and post on social media. I'm here to talk, here are resources, here are all of those things, everything. The people who speak loudest about that are always the people who aren't there. Mm. And that I think is the thing that gets me the most because it makes me mad. Because it makes me, in these situations, for me personally, it's always this thing of, like, when you're frustrated with a situation and then everybody else is praising someone or people or whatever for how they show up. I think that's just the thing that's always really affected me is when people don't show up. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, like, it just hits me. I don't know. I may be talking in circles right now, but, like...
0: Not at all. I think I... And here's like showing up to just
1: like be like okay even to just go like um uh like hey let's watch this movie. We don't even have to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like those people are like that's a good thing, but it's always the loudest people that never show up and I it bothers me. And I'm glad I'm finally saying that cuz it really pisses me off.
0: Yeah. I and this doesn't excuse it, but sometimes I wonder if people put things out there because they feel like that's what they can do to help quote unquote. And it might help somebody, but they don't have the capacity or or are not emotionally available to mm-hmm. actually help carry a burden and be like, tell me your story.
1: Yes. And that might be that, too
0: much for them.
1: That I understand.
0: Yeah. That
1: I understand. I, I think it's a thing of people want to, be looked at as, like, mm. more, like, holier than thou or something than they are. Mm-hmm. They, or maybe they think that they're great or so I don't know. And it's a whole <laughs> thing, of like, I know other people shouldn't affect me, whatever. I'm someone who's very affected by other people in yeah. the sense of their happiness and, like, not... Like, and making sure that they're good and happy and things like that. It's not necessarily, like, a thing of, like, what they think of me. Mm -hmm. It's a thing of, like, am I bringing joy to these people? Mm. You know? Uh, And I think that there are some people that just like to be looked at as someone who is, like, good. I don't know. Yeah. But I know I should just, like, look at myself. I know. That's a whole thing. But I'm affected by other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like for me, if I'm going through a tough time of any kind, there's like a handful of people that I can really be honest with and be like, this is what I need from you right now, Mm -hmm. know me well enough for long enough to where they won't be offended if I spell it out and it's not what they're comfortable with necessarily, and then they can be honest with me about what they can or can't give. But that's taken a long time for me to get to that place, Yeah, um, to trust myself and to trust them enough to be like, so I don't know what I'm saying, but it's not, it's not simple. And yeah. Yeah. Well, but we'll make it through
1: on that very sad (laughs) note.
0: (laughs) Do you want to end? (laughs) Sure. I would like to say that, um, what do I want to say? I want to say, please, to people that are listening um please message and email and comment and we would like to hear about what you think about what we've been talking about and if it resonates with you and if it doesn't and why and yeah just thank you for listening thank you yeah thanks guys bye online dating in la here's hoping things will go our way was we'll wipe the match and hope and Sure at least don't get murdered on this date.